sometimes it's because we are trying to fill a void that is within us or perhaps we are trying to avoid something that should be dealt with but we don't want to deal with it at the moment or maybe we're just trying to escape. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Yan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of Hello 20s. Last week, we turned back the clock an hour because it was the end of daylight saving. And I know some people do not like it, but I I love it. It has made waking up so much easier. I usually wake up around 7, but because of the time difference due to the end of daylight saving, my body is now waking up at 6, which would be 7 if we didn't have the time difference. But it's amazing. I did catch myself a few times because I was waking up around six and I was like, okay, you know what? I still have like an hour or two before I have to start working. I'm just going to lay in bed. But then I was like, wait, no, you've been complaining about not being able to wake up extra early or like early enough for you to do things before you have to start working. So because you're up now at six, let's get up let's like not lay in bed and let's let's not scroll on our phones and let's actually get the day started. So this week has been pretty great actually because I like have extra time before I have to log on to my computer. So I feel like when I wake up, sometimes the computer is just there and it's like another day of work. Um, But because I'm allowing myself to have extra time before I actually log on. It has made me feel less anxious uh, because sometimes you just look at your computer and you're like, okay, time to tackle the problems. And so, yeah, it's been pretty good. I hope I can keep it up. But I know like the sun is also setting at like 5 p.m. now, which is really early. But I also don't mind, (laughs) which like my friends have said I'm crazy for because it's like there's less sunlight and less daylight and the days just feel like they're ending so soon. Honestly, I don't mind it. At least for the most part, I don't mind it. I think it's also because I work from home, so I am not in like an office cubicle and I don't see daylight. Like I'm in my house, I'm in my room, I go out during lunch for a walk or whatever. Because when I first graduated and I was in the office three days a week, I remember those days were miserable. I would wake up like before the sun was up just so that I can get into the office and avoid traffic because my commute was like 40 minutes. And so I would wake up before the sun was even up and I would get into the office like with the sun just starting to rise. When I logged off, got off of work, I walked out of the office and I remember the day, the first day that this happened, it was completely dark when I walked out and I was stunned. I was like, I have not seen daylight this entire day. And I was like, I, this is miserable. Like, I I don't think I can continue living like this. Things have been a lot better just working from home. The winter and the fall months have been less miserable because of it. (laughs) So today I want to talk about the concept of less consuming and more doing. This is something I've talked about with my creative friends 
Um, but I also think it's very relatable to just anyone about anything. It's very easy to get sucked in and overconsume on things, especially with the access our phone has provided us. When we overconsume, it can make us feel stuck, lazy, exhausted, and uninspired. So what does overconsumption look like? It takes form in many different ways, but the, the three that I want to kind of mention in this um, episode is that it can take form in shopping and purchasing products. Sometimes it's just constantly window shopping or browsing online and adding things to your cart, but just not purchasing. It can be mindless scrolling on social media for entertainment and it could also be just over consuming on ideas and knowledge that is out in the internet, right? Our phone, it is with us almost everywhere we go. Many of us are very fortunate to have access to the internet. There is a vast range of knowledge and resources out there for us to learn from and to consume as entertainment. You know, it's not a bad thing to be scrolling online, to be reading articles, to be watching funny videos once in a while. If we are bored or uninspired, with just a click, you can find millions of content online to suppress your boredom and fill yourself with knowledge. Like I said, it's not a bad thing, but it's very easy to get trapped into over-consuming on it. Sometimes it's because we are trying to fill a void that is within us, or perhaps we are trying to avoid something that should be dealt with, but we don't want to deal with it at the moment, or maybe we're just trying to escape. Retail therapy is something I think a lot of us have done at least once in our life, um, it feels great, right? The moment we buy something, there's this rush of dopamine. But for many of us, there's only so much we can actually spend before we break the bank. It's a great distraction, but it can become a horrible addiction and a time waster if we aren't careful about it. Social media also provides a space for us to connect with friends and family. It allows us to share virtually anything with anyone online. It's created communities for us to find like-minded people, which is amazing. It's a source of entertainment if we want to relax. And we get to peer into other people's life and see what they're up to. In some ways, it's pretty great because it introduces you to new ideas and new places and makes you want to try new things or go to new places. Or, you know, you see somebody post a picture of their vacation on social media and then it gives you an idea of, hey, maybe that is a place you want to visit next, right? It sparks like some inspiration and motivation in you when you consume it in a good amount of dose. If you are a creative or getting started with a project, whatever it is, whether it is personal or professional, when we're online, we seek and we look for inspiration. We consume other people's work to understand their point of views, their process, ideas, and how they execute things. So as humans, we look around and see what other people are doing, and it's not a bad thing. When we consume other people's products, may it be music, books, uh, movies, 
projects and so on. That's how we sometimes find inspiration and motivation. That's how a chain reaction of ideas may start popping up. A lot of what we have today, whether it's books, ideas, physical things, it all came from something that was once someone else's ideas. These borrowed ideas begin to evolve as the viewer may be inspired and motivated to build onto what they saw or create a spin-off of it by consuming other people's works we also are learning from others but with so much content that is out there it is so easy to overconsume, especially if you are starting something um, you want to do more quote-unquote research so you keep digging for more information online for more knowledge and you fall into this trap of over consuming and never doing. For example, you want to learn how to cook so you watch cooking videos but never actually get into the kitchen and cook and experiment yourself. You want to start a business so you read up on all these entrepreneurial books and interviews of CEOs but you never get started with working on your own project. You want to become a better artist, so you watch people do it online, you watch their techniques, you watch them create their art, but you don't pick up a pencil and try it yourself. You want to become a better person. You want to know more about yourself, so you listen to all these inspirational, motivational, and educational videos or podcasts, but you never practice what they're teaching or preaching. When you feel bored, it's easy to just reach over your phone and get on TikTok, get on YouTube, get on Netflix. And if it's a good show or a good movie, it's easy to start binging. I mean, the streaming system has made it so easy that you don't even need to click on the next button for it to automatically play the next episode or movie for you. I think once in a while, if you binge on something, that is totally fine. But if you start to overconsume and it becomes a habit where you fall down the rabbit hole, we start to have a problem here. When we overconsume, it deepens the void that we have. It honestly can make you feel worse, stressed, and can worsen your anxiety, especially when we're consuming content online. It's important to be intentional with what you put on your social media plate or a digital plate, right? The digital content you consume, it's like a table with so many variety of food, drinks, and snacks. Think about the last time you were at a party and there was a table full of food. Thanksgiving, it's right around the corner. There we go. <laughs> the plate that you have can only hold so much at one time, but it's easy to go back for a second, third, fourth round until your stomach is so full and tired that you can't move anymore. After you eat your full meal, you fall into this food coma and want to sleep. So it's the same thing when it comes to consuming things on the internet. If you end up mindlessly scrolling, your mind is filled with so much information and content that it begins to feel overwhelming. You begin to feel exhausted, tired, you shut off your phone, and don't have the energy to do anything else. I think we are very, very blessed to have such an abundant amount of knowledge and information out there for us to go through, but I think sometimes we fall into the trap of wanting to learn more, consuming, and we don't actually get to the actual doing. If you are someone who creates or design, it's easy to go online and learn from others who have been in the industry 
for a longer time. It's actually great that we can learn from someone who is not close to us and absorb that knowledge to gather inspiration from a variety of creators and creatives. But if you start to overconsume, you will start to feel overwhelmed. You'll start to feel imposter syndrome, fears, and doubt. Another thing is this may be contradictory to the podcast in some ways because many of my episodes focus on self-development, but I want to be just real with you guys as well and tell you guys that it's easy to fall into the hole of self-development as well to overconsume on these type of content. Um, you know, in ways it's like me telling you not to listen to my podcast episodes, but I also think it's a gentle reminder that you can take a break from these things and that it's actually not healthy to become so obsessed with improving yourself. When you're constantly consuming these type of content, it could be a sign that you're not actually focusing on yourself and you're not actually self-improving. Um, it may actually just be fear in disguise. You know, are you afraid to take a step forward in some part of your life so you turn to the self-development content and tell yourself you need to learn more before you take that first step? right? It's great that these type of content are out there for us to learn more about ourselves and provide new perspectives, but when you fall too deep into the hole of self-development, you might feel like you're never going to be good enough because you're constantly taking in all these content that tells you what you need to improve on and how to become better at this or that. As cliche as it sounds, I think that you can be a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time. No one said you couldn't because we're always progressing in life. There's always going to be new challenges in life. And if you ask any artist about their piece of work, they will always tell you that there is some improvement. It's never going to be completely done in their eyes, even though in our eyes, it may look like a masterpiece. It may look like it's completely done, like you cannot do any better. In their eyes, there's always going to be one more stroke they can add. Don't fall too deep into the hole of self-development. Take some time to learn. It's, it's okay to take in those content, but be very intentional about what it is you are taking in and listening to and also the amount that you are taking in and listening to. So to wrap things up, overconsumption with shopping or online browsing, um, Ask yourself, what are you trying to avoid doing? What feelings are you trying to avoid? Let's work through the hard stuff. Because when you're doing those things, you're trying to get a quick dopamine hit. So get off that screen and let's do other things that will provide that dopamine that is more healthier and more beneficial to your life. You know, let's go outside. Let's take a walk. I know I you probably are so tired of me hearing saying, me hearing, wait, English. You're probably so tired of hearing me say, go take a walk, but go take a class or like a workout class or I don't know, move your body. That's the easiest way to get dopamine that is healthy and beneficial for you and is good for you. Let's do something that brings us joy, right? Instead of just online browsing and sometimes you're not even buying things. Like what is the point of doing that? But it's really easy to get like trapped into that as well. All right, the next thing, mindless scrolling or overconsumption of entertainment. Like I said, a binge once in a while to just relax is fine. But if it's something that is constantly happening 
Let's ask ourselves if there is a reason why we choose to do this over something else. Are we trying to escape from our reality? How could we use our time better? Because our time is so limited. So how can we use our time better? If we are mindlessly scrolling to escape our reality, the harsh truth of all of that is that once you turn off that phone, you're going to be right back in that reality you're trying to escape. So it's hard to face our reality if it's making us uncomfortable and if it's challenging us because we start to realize that we are responsible for our life and the direction it takes. And sometimes that can be very overwhelming knowing that you're the one who's going to be responsible for making the change. Because that thought is so overwhelming, we turn to our phone to get that quick dopamine and escape for the time being. But if you just put that phone down, you do the hard, necessary work, I bet you will start to realize the hard things you're trying to avoid was not that hard to begin with. Along the way, you'll start to really take control of your life and gain confidence. When you do hard things and you get through hard times, you gain this confidence that will allow you to tackle the next hard thing. And the only way to do that is to face it and do the work. Overconsumption of knowledge and feeling like you don't have enough to get started, you're really just stalling yourself. You're really just brushing off time and you know, you you have the resources you have the tools and that's all you really need to get started. You don't need to know a lot, whether it's a business, self-development, or whatever. The internet provides resources and tools, but you're not going to get anywhere if you keep consuming and not doing. The resources are there to help and guide you, but ultimately it is up to you to get things done, to get things going, and to bring it into your reality. You know, marketers are really good at making you believe you need X, Y, and Z to begin. And if you don't have X, Y, and Z, then you're going to fail. But that's not true at all. All you need is a little knowledge and a little direction. And the rest is up to you to just start doing, putting what you know and the tools you have into action. That's all, right? An example is like, there's millions of videos out there and articles about how to be more productive. You can spend hours, days, and weeks years watching these videos, reading these articles on how to 10x your life. And I bet you every day there's new content on these stuff. You can learn and gather tips and tricks from others, but you also need to implement those tips and tricks into your own life. You need to be willing to step away from the screen and experiment on your own with what knowledge you have gathered so far. If those things don't work, okay, let's go back. Let's do more research. Let's learn how other people are doing it. You know, there are moments where I'm scrolling on social media and then I'm like, wait, hold on. I don't need to feed my mind this much information right now. I have to save some space for what's important to me. I can't be using up all the space I have mentally for a lot of it. It's just things that are not important that is just being like thrown at us when we're on our phone. So less consuming more doing and I think when you do more you consume less as well I think like you do feel a lot more happy that you're actually doing something in your life rather than just mindlessly scrolling or drowning yourself in all the unimportant information that social media provides you like your elementary school 
peer that just got married or I don't know, you know, whatever celebrity is like whoever they're dating or why their relationship is going downhill. Like, why do we need to know all that stuff? It's things that we don't need to clog up our minds with. Um, so yeah, that is my message for you all today. And it's something that we're all guilty of. I think we can all be more intentional and conscious of what we take in on a daily basis and limit it so that we have more time to do things to make us actually happy and make us feel like we're actually going somewhere and doing something with our life and building something in our life that brings us a lot more joy and fulfillment than what social media and something on the screen. So that is it. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. The links are in the show notes so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.